Welcome back to Revelation On Demand Podcast, a podcast interested in what the Bible has to say about our lives today. Join us as we see what revelations we can find today. I'm your host, Justin D. Myers, and I'm joined today as usual by Mr. Chris Hess. How you doing, buddy? Hey, it's a beautiful day, just as every Friday that we do this. And, uh, yeah. you know, God's God's great. Lord's great. So oh, yeah. this is this is a... Uh, this is a momentous day for us, by the way, and that's probably why I'm extra great today. Mm-hmm. And that is because this is our birthday episode of one successful year since yeah. we had started this podcast. And wow, does time fly? But uh, I feel like we've had a lot of our skills, like you know, very much so improve, which you not agree? Yeah. Yeah, I, I totally agree. So I think this is going to be a little bit different episode than most of our listeners are used to. So it's not going to be real heavy on the teaching. We're really going to talk a little more about uh, who we are, what we're going to do, what we're trying to do, and where we've been. So if you're just tuning in for the teaching, sorry, not going to be a whole lot of teaching today. Uh, we're just, uh, but if you're new to the podcast, this is a great place to start where you get to kind of know us and, and know what's going on. So should we start a little bit with the worldly news just to keep everyone in the loop? As our routine for every episode, we do current events based off of our perspective. We comment on said events, usually politically. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, We're we're very unbiased on the subject. And we try and stay biblical about it. Absolutely. There is a bias with that. Mm -hmm. There is no problem Mm -hmm. with that. Hmm. Yeah, and one one point before we get into the otherworldly stuff, uh, our church is actually looking to open up in the building that we uh, like bought a year ago. So we're we're finally getting into the church building. So that's awesome. That's a good. Oh, congratulations! All those permits finally went through for you guys, huh? Yeah, yeah. It looks like we're going to be worshiping in our new space this weekend, which is wonderful. So. On to the worldly news. Uh, there's been a little bit of a gas shortage. Have you noticed that? Uh, yeah, and that is a tender subject. So the best thing uh-huh. I can say about that is, yes, with gas shortage, uh, it mainly resides with certain implications that might affect the gas industry. Which, if you did not know, mm-hmm. a majority of our gas is imported, meaning that it comes from overseas. Well, the specific regions in the Middle East and countries within the Middle East right now are dealing with a lot of um, unrest, but not in the way that we usually label unrest. Like within, mm-hmm. you know, when we talk about, usually when we say unrest, we're like, angry, you know, i.e. angry protesters and riots. But this is a little bit more among the lines of very political, uh, you know, specific um, characters that are not good people whatsoever are being targeted. And certain mm-hmm. territories are really having fights with other territories in the Middle East. And overall, that results as us not receiving as much gas because of certain impending threats that affect that nation. Excuse me, mm-hmm. <laughs> not just one nation. We're talking about multiple regions specifically. Yeah, yeah no. And 
there's a lot that goes into the gas shortage, but uh, what I was thinking about was all these people who are hoarding gas, like people were hoarding toilet paper. And I think, I think we started at in the middle of the, the toilet paper hoard, didn't we? Like we started our episodes talking about that. Oh <laughs> we are yeah. Talking about we people started. hoarding gas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like what the heck guys? <laughs> Hoarding gas, okay, little quick thing I'll say about that. Yes, that is a real thing, and that's not easy to crack down on like they did with excessive shopping, surprisingly impressively. And like medical equipment, they were charging people who were hoarding medical equipment. So, I mean, I could see that. You have better knowledge in that realm because you deal with truckers Mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. No, and it's just that the gas prices going up is causing everything, the prices of everything to go up. And then of course we're having a slump in unemployment, which a lot of people are like, Oh, what was the meme? There's a, there's not a lack of gas and ammunition right now. It's a lack of common sense and work ethic. And I'm like, guys, if they can make just as much, if not more on the government dole, then why wouldn't they not work? If I could do that, I'd do it. Like, it's not mm. stupid. It's smart. Yes. <laughs> Work less, get more. Like, like it's it's not stupid. It's smart. It's, it's it makes sense. The problem is, is that we just the the government handouts right now are so easy to get, and they they are so much because of the pandemic because people just couldn't work. Like it was there to help the people who really needed it. But now that we're starting to open up, those people can go back to work. So they don't need all that extra help. They can go back to work if you just take away some of the the benefits of not working. Right. Like but just, as we become just more as simple clu- as what? Just as simple as no. You finish your point. I don't. I don't know if mine was oh, going to no. be as good. You're really good at points. <laughs> well, my my point is is that oh man, you you derailed me. Ah, uh, where was I going with that? Uh, anyways. Those well, people need what to I was get back say, to work. Yeah, they definitely do need to get back to work. I, I was thinking, like, on a psychological level, as people get really reclusive, mm-hmm. they they don't. We're creatures of habit, so the more you acclimate to not working, you know, right. you're going to be more inclined to not contribute. And working wise, mm-hmm. since I know that the man you are, maybe this was your point. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but as that as that continues to happen, you know. Obviously, people don't want to work, but that being said, we definitely are going to have a lot less money. <laughs> Was that your driving point? Is we're not going to have any money? Well, I, the problem with the debt of America is already like we've we've sold our great grandchildren's children to that debt. Like the money that you and me would have had has already been spent by like our grandparents, so. The, the debt's just astronomical. I don't really care to get into that. But the point yeah. is that I, I just see these people are like, oh, they're lazy. They don't want to work. It's like, well, okay, if they can make as much not working, why wouldn't they? Oh, that's <laughs> like, what you're trying like, to come say. Come on. Okay. You yeah. know, it, it's just one of those things. It's not dumb. It's smart. That's why economics works the way it works. If you incentivize someone. If you, if you give a, a break or a benefit for something, you're going to get more of it. If you tax it, you're going to get less of it. Now, I'm not saying we need to tax unemployment. Like, that'd be weird. 
because you, there's nothing to tax if you can't make any money. But my point is, yeah. is that the, there's people who are on unemployment right now and they don't have to prove that they're looking for a job and the benefits won't end if they deny a job that offers them. So it's just one of those things where it's set up right now to incentivize people not to work. It's it's smart. It's not stupid. <laughs> yes. And, and those people probably would work just fine if they had a need to work. If they had a need to work. See, I am on the flip side of that because there are plenty of people, I mean, unfortunately, probably more than the system is built to handle who do need that money from Social Security or unemployment like I do because I am yeah. disabled and I can't work in certain ways, physically mm-hmm. speaking. So yeah. <laughs> with that, there's plenty of people who can't make enough money if they actually start working to support themselves, if they have mm-hmm. a reason to be on it. And then you have the freeloaders who end up taking away from a lot of those people as well who actually need yeah. that sustainability because they don't have the ability to. And you know that's the best way to maintain their health. And it, it, just yeah, by my no, perspective, and, it's not a healthy habit to be freeloading off of something that might be, you know, you know, just go to work, <laughs> go to work, improve yourself, <laughs> be a good man, be a good woman. End of story. Yeah, we see, are so. My... <laughs> go ahead. All right. All right, Chris. I, I just I, I'm very much on the side where I, I admit that people like you and my sister even is is got that disability now, too, because uh of things that go on with her. She can't work the normal way. So she's trying to be a, a gamer, a live streamer, but nice. my, like I understand people like you and my sister can't work or can't work in conventional ways. So you need help, but there's people who are able bodied who can make just as much not working as they would working. So they're incentivized not to work. So I have no problem with, with people with disabilities and that sort of stuff, getting the help they need. My problem is when it's an able-bodied person who does not have any disabilities, who could be contributing by working and is instead just taking the free, the free money, you know, that was set up for a good point because a lot of people who are in the entertainment industry or, or the, the restaurant industry were out of work for the past year because of the draconian lockdowns. Like I understand why it was there, but now it needs to be, you know, whittled back as we start to let people go about their normal lives. You know, I think it's like 60% of Americans have gotten their first shot of the vaccine. That's like, we're starting to hit herd numbers here, like herd herd immunity numbers, especially with the amount of people who've had it. So uh, anyways, rant for 10 minutes. Shall we actually tell everyone what we're about? <laughs> yeah. Wow. We went, we went on a tangent there, but Hey, we like to educate the people. And if you, if you find any of our perspectives are interesting or you're opposed to them, or just like to comment on them, or you know, if, if you're much more knowledgeable, just feel free to correct us. You just make sure to contact us. Anyway, yes, yes. what we're about, wow, that is a very complicated question. Or it's pretty simple, depending on how you look at it. So well, why don't we tell them about how we got started? All right. So uh, you invited me. So uh, why don't you start from 
where your perspective is and uh, up until mm. where you uh, where you reached out to me. Mm. So this isn't my first t- podcast I st- tried to start. I was gonna I had the 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 urge to start a podcast many years ago and I started bouncing ideas around and about over over a year ago I, I started working on something I was gonna call straight from the farmer's mouth. It was gonna be kind of a, a political commentary every day, you know, viewpoint from a farmer about what's going on in the world because there's so few farmers now. That fell through like completely. I couldn't do it by myself. I couldn't sit here and talk to you guys like I can now. I'm doing much better now. But when I was starting out, it was just way too hard for me to sit in front of a microphone in a room with nobody and talk to people I don't even see, you know? So after that failed through, I had all this equipment sitting around and, and God, I had just become a Christian and God was starting to work in my life. And he's like, Okay. Every day or just about every day that you study my Bible, you seem to get some sort of revelation. Like you, you have some epiphany. You, you notice something amazing just about every day from all these podcasts you listen to and all the studying you do on your own. So I was like, okay, what do you want me to do with that? And God's like, well, I want you to give that to others. I was like, all right, how do I do that? He's like, well, you already started doing it. So make a podcast. So that's where the, the motives came for this. And then on Facebook, you, Chris, had started doing these like devotionals on on Facebook, uh, the story or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I seen that and God's like, hey, that guy loves my word. Why don't you ask him to help you do this? And I was like, okay, God, whatever you say. So I, that's why I reached out to you. So if you want to tell your side of the story for that. Oh, well, yeah. Well, just first and foremost, me and Justin D. Myers, as he goes right now, <laughs> uh, he was a football player on the same football team as me. He's he's much more skilled and you know, reputable. He was, <laughs> he was varsity. I was definitely not. And I actually got injured, so I, I ended up a manager for the team and stuff. And that's how we connected over the years. We used to hang out. Uh, a handful of times on occasion and he didn't live far from me as I found out. So mm-hmm. over the years we've stayed relatively connected, kind of dropped off when the both of us went to college and then, you know, here and there, but we haven't really formed a good bond as close as we are now since like around that time. So yeah. that being said, I was really excited to find him on Facebook when I had a temporary Facebook because I don't know how I feel about social media 90% of the time. And I am very indecisive about it. But (laughs) when I was participating in social media, and I still very much so have the urge to do it most of the time. I just, you know, making connections through social media on a personal level, I'd rather reach out to, uh, I know this sounds weird, the masses rather than just a handful of people. But that being said, I did do devotionals. I did... Uh, daily verses, and a few other things that I would just pretty much vlog every day when I woke up. And that actually lasted for a few months. Uh, on Facebook, 
on a, on different social media platforms didn't matter actually to me how many people were listening or how many friends I had on there. I was just super happy that anyone gave me feedback, that anyone was listening to it. And, you know, a lot of people, even at my church, were like, hey, you know, we, we, we like your perspective. We, we miss that you don't have social media anymore. And I'm like, okay, well, you got to check out the podcast. And, <laughs> um, but yeah, Jeez, so I was really... Like- Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I was really glad to hear from Justin in the first place and to find out that he was he had been saved and that he was very much so appreciative of what... And, you know, I've always known Justin to be a man of many... He's very well calculated, not meaning to flatter you too much (laughs) and you know he's always excelled academically and just as a thinker and from his perspective so i thought dang you know that's god's really working with him he's always been working with him but the fact he Mm -hmm. can integrate with him now on this sort of level i said absolutely yes on the first try that he tried to ask me so Mm. yeah Yeah, no it it was very much a god thing i think he because it wasn't like I was looking for a podcast host because I realized I couldn't do it on my own, but I didn't have any idea who I was going to ask, you know, and it was just one day your, your devotional popped into my feed and I started watching you. And after about three days, I was like, wait a minute, I knew him. We were friends for a while. What if I ask him, you know, it was just kind of one of those like random, random things. And here we are a year later, still doing it. (laughs) So Yes, amen. So yeah, we so we we really much had that call in the beginning to to figure out the Bible and help others figure out the Bible. And of course, we never podcasted before, so like I I haven't gone back and listened to the first episodes and I probably should, but they're they're rough compared to where we are now. We we're much more polished now and I'm I'm more happy about the episodes released today than I am about those first episodes. But I've been talking to other podcasters are like, no, don't re-release them. Don't redo them. Like let people hear you advance. I'm like, I'm worried that the time it took to figure everything out is too long to expect someone to sit through that bad audio. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, they're probably, Whoever's checking those out still, either A, mm-hmm. has been called to it, which I would be mm-hmm. you know, very much so grateful to the Lord for that, or B, mm-hmm. needs the educational value, and you know, they could just skip over it. No, I'm kidding. Well, they'll, they'll push through the bad audio, because I, I, I heard one podcaster make a, a comment uh, like over a year ago. He's like, it doesn't matter what quality the, the, the audio is. P- podcast listeners will listen to almost anything. I was like, I don't know if I believe that because I'm a big podcast listener. If the audio is really bad, it bothers me. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But but that being said, particular, (laughs) right. You do like your particular because, uh, Justin's been a podcast enthusiast for a very long time. And I, uh, I do on and off throughout the years up until more recently. And I, I would say my number one podcast right now is the one we're, we're speaking on right now. Though <laughs> um, so I'm always interested in that stuff. And uh, when I'm relaxing, I'm more of actually like a vlogging guy than a podcast guy at times. So hmm. that's how I got into my thing. And then, you know, so there was some amateur stuff and we even labeled ourselves as amateurs. We still are in certain ways uh, when we yeah. got started. 
And uh, yeah, it was it was a new platform for me to be presenting myself on. It was a new platform mm-hmm. for me to be uh, coexisting with someone and trying to coordinate with them at the same time because I am very much so a talker in real life, and I'm usually uh, the one that is leading the conversation ninety five percent of the time, and probably talk a good you know mass majority of the time just because I have so mm-hmm. much energy. God has blessed me with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're, um, Justin's a very good, you know, he's a very good listener too. So, yeah, it makes us a good, a good pairing for this, but it also makes it like, you have to be more quiet than you normally are. And I have to speak more than I normally do so that we can get across because I do a lot of the, the heavy study. So I dig deep into the text and you're here with your, your life experience and, and how you've experienced the Bible and you bring in the connections from throughout the Bible. Whereas I'm like digging deep into the text, trying to pull out the, the deeper meanings that aren't just there over a surface, you know, glance. So yes. we, we definitely have had to grow a little more in the places that we're weak, which is a wonderful thing that I I've seen through this. And it's definitely helped me to speak a little bit better because now I'm teaching, uh, you know, the youth group and I'm, I'm handling the high school and the middle school. So what we've done here has helped prepare me more for talking in front of kids. And hopefully, you know, after a little bit of time being the youth pastor, which I was officially recognized just a few weeks ago as the youth pastor or one of the youth pastors, excuse me. Uh, this has been a good training ground for that. And hopefully that will be a good training ground for the next step that I think God has in, in my life. And I don't think this podcast is going anywhere, but of course, you know how God things are, people. Uh, if if He says you're done with the podcast, the podcast is ending that episode. Like, so I don't think it's going anywhere. I have planned out until our next Christmas episode, so we're we're here for this year at least. Uh, but well, I mean, Justin, remember. What? that we discussed that we are going to be doing this podcast for all of infinity, including yes. while we were in the realm of heaven. So yes, right, therefore right, right. the podcast this doesn't end ever. We, we nope. will even be doing this in, in the glorified state. Yes, I'm sure. I just, I don't know if we're going to be revelation on demand in the glorified state. Cause uh, I, don't, I don't know how needed that'll be after everything's happened. <laughs> <laughs> what's going on in the heavens what's going on? let's, yeah, let's exactly. take a look at our history <laughs> all right everyone what's the update yo everyone's doing amazing everyone's getting their new jobs oh let's talk about that yeah what would you be like we'll be a talk radio show then <laughs> yes revelations on the fact that they already happened yes that's what we're yeah yeah um, so what have we done so far? For those of you who have not joined us for the previous 24 episodes, we talked a lot about eschatology and we kind of geared ourselves. We kind of build ourselves, I should say, right off the bat as an eschatology pa- podcast by amateurs. So, uh, I got rid of the amateur stuff. I mean, we're, we're never going to claim we have seminary degrees or we've been taught traditionally in this. I just felt we were starting to get more acquainted with doing this every every two weeks, and we were getting polished. So I felt 
that amateur was, you know, misguiding to what we are. We're not amateur amateurs. We're just not professionals of the variety that, you know, people would recognize as, oh, they went to school for this. Oh, they have the degrees. Oh, they have whatever. We're not that. We're just layman pastors, basically, here to help share the information of the Bible. Hey, the Lord works so we in managed a, to do many number of ways. I'm going to stop you because we are pretty pro. Okay. Are we scholars? Okay, you're much more pretty scholar. pro. But the no. Lord works in a number yeah, I, of I, ways. I don't claim that. <laughs> so, um, yes, we are. We have not been professionally trained or academically trained by the traditional system of the education system. But, right. yes, okay, continue. Yeah. So we we managed to do the entire book of revelation. And like I said, in the beginning, I hope to go back and do those again someday, but uh, it probably won't be in the next few years. I think we'll probably wait a few years before we go back to revelation. So just because I gotten so much advice that you need to leave your earliest stuff so that people can see growth. So that's what we're going to do with that. I'm not, I'm not going to redo something so quickly. I want to keep, going deeper and deeper into prophecy and thinking about doing some limited series on some of the bigger books of the Bible who have, you know, prophetic parts in them. But I think we're going to stay kind of eschatology flavored just because me and Chris are so obsessed with the end of the world because, you know, we were raised in a time when like every six months, someone's like, it's the end of the world. So that actually impacted the culture to the point where people were acting like it was. And many yeah. believed it. Well, they still believe it. Like, we only have 10 years until the climate's so far away that, yeah, whatever. Oh, <laughs> you, you, can you, you could thank a certain politician and his documentary <laughs> on that. Uh, well, it, it's just moving goals. Uh, but yeah, yes, anyways, exactly. continuing anyway, on. Tangent over. <laughs> I mean, we've toyed with the idea of having a political podcast, but the Lord's kind of led me away from that. So, yes, <sighs> and not to point fingers here. Just kidding. <laughs> we do that sometimes. We, we're not like, okay, we gotta we gotta exclude information about who's to blame on this, and there is yeah. never truly a single individual to blame. I should amend myself no. on my previous statement. It's a collective effort. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, I mean, I mean, there's you can blame, I'll blame, blame, all ever, whoever you want. But at the yeah. end of the day, we are, you know, man is fallen. So yeah, it, it's best not to dwell. Uh, you could dwell actually, and you can uh, introspect and converse all you want about it. But to label, label, there we go. We're not, we're not labelers at all whatsoever. Yeah, we don't even label ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> are we eschatologists? Are we amateurs? No, 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 no. We, we don't like it. We don't like labels. <laughs> Give me all the labels. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a man of God. That's the only label I claim. <laughs> yes, I am a man of the Trinity: the Father, mm -hmm. the Son, the Holy Ghost. Yeah. So, a little bit of behind the scenes. For every episode, it takes me about four hours of study alone. And of course that's over two weeks. So it's not like a terrible amount of studying, but it is, we, we pack about four hours worth of info into our one hour ish, you know, 
walk through a chapter. So we're taking, you know, a slightly deeper, a slightly deeper cut into the Bible than most people get just reading over it. Or maybe you'll hear a snippet in a sermon where he goes over one particular line and then connects it. We tend to go over an entire chapter just so that we have context so that we can, we can make sure that we're not misreading anything. We're not, we're not trying to pull anything out of context and make it say something it's not. So yeah, that takes about four hours and then production is another hour or two depending on how bad the audio is that I need to edit. And then of course, most of the polishing and whatnot is automated. The release is automated as soon as I get it uploaded. Uh, And for anyone who's around at 8 AM on a Sunday or every other Sunday, I should say that's when our episodes drop. Well, mountain central. So yay, nine o'clock my time. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. So where, where are we going with all this? Uh, like I said before, not really sure where we're going to end up. Not sure when this podcast is going to be complete or like Chris said, we're going to be doing it until beyond the end of time. But our current plan is if you listen to the last episode, we're doing all of it. So we got three more episodes of that, which is different chapters from the, the, period where Jesus was teaching on the Mount of Olives about the end times. So that's why we decided to do these several books. You know, I I think very much that as we study certain books in the Bible, we will find other things to study because that's very much how we found the Olivet discourses. As we were going through Revelation, it was mentioned several times. And that's where I was like, oh, we'll do a series on that. And then we started teaching Daniel in the youth group and I was like, okay, that's great. Cause that's a lot of prophecy. We'll do that. You know? And the first part of Daniel is not going to be a huge amount of, well, I don't know. There's, there's plenty of prophetic chapters in Daniel, even in the first section, even though it's not apocalyptic literature, but it definitely will be a good place for us to, to stay in and listen to or read and, and study on God's word. I think there's, there's a lot of fruit there. Cause I, I had to compact, you know, compress it so much for the teens just because I didn't have a chance to sit there and explain everything. Cause the more you explain, the more questions you get with teenagers and that tends to lead to really long sermons. And I only have 30 minutes with them to teach. So yes. Anything to add on that? Is there any series you want to see Chris? I am down for anything. I was just bragging about the Olivet discourse discourses to my father the other day, and mm-hmm. he's actually um, he's a minister, so he's yeah. like, "Oh, so you're doing that?" And I was I was just I'm so in love with the idea already. I was I was having so much fun with Revelation. I, I mean, this this has been such a wonderful opportunity for me. Mm-hmm. And by the way, Mr. Youth Pastor, no spoilers on Daniel yet. That's <laughs> I haven't. That's I might have some knowledge on that. But yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to hear anything about it. I'm too, too excited for that too. Um, yeah. Also, where we're going, um, if you don't mind me taking over for a sec, bro. Go ahead. Okay. Is uh, so something that we we haven't really touched up on as much, other than covering uh, the specific context of where it is in the Bible, and or joking about prophecies that are. Uh, probably against biblical, uh, actually very much so, against the biblical presentation is prophecies. Um, 
it's very ideal and it is a practice of us as um believers to believe in prophecies as well whether it's at an interpersonal level with whether it's at an individual level or having someone prophetically um convey to you what they've been told by god uh toward you so um or more specifically (laughs) i should say pertaining to our revelation stuff the fate of the entire world so I think we're definitely going to touch up on the subject of prophecy. I can't wait to get into that too. I want to cover every little individual base that that might apply to you or, you know, it honestly does <laughs> uh, in certain ways, you know, your entire life is for a reason mm-hmm. and uh, also for the masses. So yeah, that should be really fun. Yeah. Yeah. And as we said before, this is kind of, we're, we're going where God's leading us and hopefully we're leading everyone who listens well. Um, so you got anything else to add before we move on to scripture? I'm, I'm down for the scripture, bro. Okay. Well, before we get to that, I'm terrible at transitions, but I just, it just popped into my mind, a listener question. Oh my gosh. Our first listener question. Uh, so my dad's neighbor was listening to our podcast last episode and you were talking about your time in Hawaii and she was wondering, are you a native to Hawaii or did you just live there for a time? Oh yeah. So, I mean, my, I have Ohana in Hawaii. Um, uh, a majority of them originally from Manu Samoa and American Samoa, actually. So, hmm. uh, I, uh, as far as that terminology I used last episode uh, as a mixed plate at multiple nationalities, I'm mm-hmm. very much so mixed with Polynesian. And then, uh, in the least offensive way, I'm going to say this word because it can be used properly. I am Howley, you know, uh, a light skinned guy too. Uh, to answer your question though, ma'am is i am not a native myself uh my grandfather is and he's actually um i don't know if anyone knows this you you may um he was actually the bassist in a very popular band in hawaii called the alis which means royalty or kings in samoan and uh a very popular man in hawaii um actually went to his massive funeral where they brought out the entire island of Oahu Don Ho um, he was even on the show like Hawaii Five O and all that good stuff not my grandpa but Don Ho was mm. and um, he was the bassist for Don Ho in the Elites, which they made some music internationally and here mm-hmm. and uh, yeah you can still check him out on YouTube it's A-L-I-I-S and Don Ho is definitely worth listening to and uh, just for the record if you didn't know his name and you are from Hawaii and you're familiar with this his name is Bobby King he passed away about last year. God bless him. I miss him. And, you know, he's in a better place now. Uh, very strong man. And, uh, you know, my heart goes out to that. <laughs> but to get back on track, yes, my mother is from there. So, um, wonderful. Uh, yeah. And if you ever have a question you want answered on an episode, go feel, feel free to ask. I, I will put it in the housekeeping section. It just popped tuned my head like late. So, and it wasn't like a, a legit question someone sent to me. It was one I heard through the grapevine. So, uh, always happy to answer questions, guys, please send them in. We, we love to have your feedback, you know? So, 
<sighs> let's let's get into the scripture I pulled up to kind of give us give our listeners an idea of how we're trying to guide ourselves through this. So uh, the first one I pulled up is First Corinthians ten thirty one. It says, "Therefore, whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do everything for God's glory." And this this verse has kind of stuck with me for a while now. And I've kind of shortened it up in, you know, my life saying, just do it for the glory of God. This is my driving scripture really is that I want to do everything for the glory of God. I I want everything I do to involve God in some way. So that's personally what that means to me. I, I want to honor God with what I do. Excuse me. Anything you want to add on that? Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> scripture to guide us specifically, or including the audience, is uh, whatever you do, do everything for God's glory. Um, yes. So, we have to practice that on a personal level ourselves constantly. No mm-hmm. one is expected to ever be perfect as a human or <laughs> in our physical earthly forms right on the physical level however if you if you change your thought pattern if you change your actions and really conform to what is the greater good and do everything for god's glory your life is going to change so amazingly and sometimes (laughs) pertaining to the show we actually um try to be as inviting as as possible for people to interact with us to reach out to their church to reach out to whomever that can get them a closer connection with god and jesus because that Mm -hmm. is going to be an ultimatum for anyone that is struggling and yeah that's that's the way we see it we hope you see it as well yeah yeah, and in fact, moving on to the second scripture I pulled out, uh, Matthew twenty eight nineteen through 20. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always to the end of the age. So as we've seen in our Revelation study, God is always there, and he always will be, and he will be victorious in the end. And this this little chunk here is is I focus more for this podcast on the go and make disciples. So we're here helping people. I don't know if we we have a strong you know unbelieving bay or fan base or anything like that, or if we reach unbelievers often. But we're here to help on that path of discipleship. We're here to help you grow in your faith in some way. The whole idea is we want you to have some revelations of scripture where you go, Oh, I never thought of that before. or Wow. That's an interesting point of view or wow. Is that really what that scripture means? You know, I, I want those ideas to be coming to you at least every episode, if not, you know, more often. So very much we're, we're here to help teach the Bible uh, and see what it says. Cause there's been a lot of times that I've been studying and I was like, wow, I didn't think of it that way, you know? So I'm trying to share that with you guys. Yeah. And with that, with sharing and all that and how best that several places that you can read up on in your Bible or even hear from in your church is to, if you're a disciple 
of Christ, you're, if you're a disciple of Jesus, he has unending, unconditional love for literally all of us, just as the Father does, just as God does. So if we are to be Christ-like, if we are to live in his image and be disciples of him, followers of Christ, then we need to be straight up just as unbiased and unskewed as he is, right? So mm-hmm. we, when we are presenting that, um, I think we do a pretty good job. Uh, we don't have narrowed vision for anyone or anything that might come up in the, in the terms that, um, yeah, we're, we're not, we're trying to, we're not trying to be judgy here. So mm-hmm. you're more than welcome to reach out to us. We hope that. And, uh, I know that personally, I'm sure you do too, that this mm-hmm. resonates spiritually with you in the most positive way as we are trying to convey ourselves mm-hmm. in what God's image is for the both of us and share that love and respect for mm-hmm. all of you. Yeah. See, whenever like someone brings me a new interpretation or their point of view on scripture, I definitely try and stand in a place where it's like, okay, I'm going to take your word for it. I'm going to try and see the scripture, your point through the scripture this way and see if I can make it fit. And that way I'm always giving them the benefit of the doubt. And that's, that's for any, any big denominational issues or or belief structure issues or whatever. I try and look at that as long as it's not, as we've talked before, one of the main pillars like salvation where it's through Jesus Christ alone or, you know, God is ultimate and all knowing, you know, and all good. Like there's several pillars, the, the core of Christianity that I won't let people try and besmirch, but I do try and see, their point of view as much as possible. Cause I'd rather learn from the experience and, and either understand that viewpoint better or maybe see where my viewpoint is weak. So hmm. I very, very much, fair. all difference yeah, of perspective. So we're, we're going to have a lot of mismatching and uh, we've yeah. all been created uniquely. And yeah. when we, when we create uh, a uniform place gathering, uh, you know, it's, we are not all one in unity in the respect that we're not everyone you meet is going to agree with you. Right. So based on perspectives, based on collective thinking uh, or consensus, we're going to have opposing views. Um, Justin really does his research and finds, uh, uh, you know, numerous perspectives, numerous opinions and denominations, so to speak, how they would view it uh, depending on the subject. So, yeah. Yeah, and that has a lot to do with my resource. I use Logos uh, Bible study software where it lets you pull in all these different resources. And if you're interested in studying scripture deeper, like go get Logos. There's a free system. There's there's like hundreds of free books you can get on that, on Logos. And there's a, a course study set called Logo 8 Basic, and I think it's changing to Logos 9, but like that is a wealth of information that I use almost exclusively. I mean, I pull other stuff online from other people, but that is my main source where I go. And it often describes as many different interpretations of verses as is possible. Hmm. So I, I, I definitely try and give every 
view on a piece of scripture a little bit of time. And if it's not like something that's terribly different between the views of scripture, we tend to just talk about the deeper meaning of it and not so much the differences, but like stuff like the post or the millennium episode where we had to talk for a good 20 minutes about what those different, you know, beliefs are. So I, I do try to do that when I can. Uh, moving on to our next wait, piece. Wait, hold on. You got something? <laughs> You've been holding out on me for an entire year about software I could be using to find my own resources instead of having to link everything based <laughs> off of the scripture I read. You never asked. <laughs> you never like, hey, Justin, where do you get all this wonderful information? You, you never asked. <laughs> okay, we are not a sponsored podcast, by the way. <laughs> Go get logos. <laughs> okay, I, you know what? I, he's directing that at me, audience. Yeah, so yeah. I will go get logos. <laughs> oh, anyways, carrying on with the scripture that we decided to pick out here, James three one. Not many should become teachers, my brothers, knowing that we will receive a stricter judgment. So we come, we come to this knowing full well that as we're trying to help, you know explain the Bible and talk about the Bible, learn about the Bible. We are teaching you guys who are listening. So we are very aware that if we lead you guys astray, it'll, it'll be worse for us. Like we, I, this is something that's in my mind all the time. And that's why I have the section of what did we miss last episode? This, this is my whole motive for that. Like, I don't want to be, misleading you guys. I want you guys to come to Christ. I want you guys to grow in Christ. I want you guys to become more one with Christ. Like that is my motive. So if I get something wrong, I want to have the humility to say, Hey guys, I was wrong on this. Uh, I'm sorry. Here's the correct. Here's, here's what's correct, you know? So I know you've noticed that Chris, and I think you're, you're very much aware of what we're doing, stepping into this teaching role. Yeah, and like I said earlier, no one, no man, no human, no earthling is expected to be perfect 100%. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, um, you know, we appreciate anyone who takes our word with a grain of salt and is like, you know what, these guys actually sound like what, they know what they're talking about. And uh, that's much appreciated. But at the same time, that being said, um, yeah. Uh, we always recommend to do uh, individual research too, if it's something mm-hmm. that interests you, or to pursue uh, other outside resources as well, rather than uh, than just us. Or like you know, if you if, if you hear something you like, then it's definitely worth working in uh, looking into for mm-hmm. the body, mind, and spirit in um, multiple you know multiple ways. So yeah, I, I think my driving point with that is. Um, there is always a voice you can reach out to, and we are so happy that you reach out to us. Uh, if you decide to reach out to us or listen to us in the first place, but um, yeah, so um, I, I think I just went on a tangent there, but I felt like I had a good ending message. Yeah, yeah, good. So the coffee's not the coffee hasn't hit me yet. In case oh, okay, it'll okay. be after we're done recording, right? Yeah. <laughs> Could you edit that part out? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so uh, the last bit of scripture I, I chose here is Ephesians 4, 2 through 3, 
with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, eager to maintain the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace. So very much we're, we're, we're in this to help our brothers and sisters. As I was saying in the last one, walk with Christ, you know, grow closer to Christ. We're here to help with that discipleship process as much as we can. Anything you want to add to that? Okay. Well, I mean, if you break that, um, my favorite way to evaluate a Bible verse or multiple verses, uh, whether it be at a men's study group or even on here, is to start from the beginning of the verse and break it down word for word. Uh, and that's sort of how I used to do that um, that uh, devotional and verse of the day thing. But uh, key words and key phrases are definitely where I, I have the best um, ability to present it. So instead of just um, taking, okay, here's half the verses, the other half, that's exactly what it means. <laughs> so humility and gentleness are two key phrases, or key, key words, excuse me. There's a number of words that you definitely want to emphasize with all these verses, with any part of the Bible. Uh, it's all necessary. But humility is just being humble, <laughs> obviously. Gentleness being, uh, being dapper. No, <laughs> having a docile approach, maybe. Um, and I feel like we, we work on that. We're, we're rowdy young men who uh, are, it, it, we're gaming nerds. So we're very much so used to being loud. So that's something we're actually improving on. And that's why, um, you know, this is scripture to guide us. That's what, uh, what that's what we're talking about with, with all these verses. But uh, patience is another thing, especially for me, because I can't wait to talk. And, JD can't wait to talk and we know we try not to class clash with each other too much okay so <laughs> just for the record since um well okay with the exception of when he holds out on me when I could be expanding my biblical research <laughs> and with just, that being just... said bearing with one another in love because I love you no matter what bro and we love all you guys too or anyone who tunes in i know you just if you're just meeting us or we don't have maybe that strong of a connection but through christ through through the way that um you know we are expected to love our neighbors we love our brothers and sisters of this world uh through christ uh we love y'all anyway so i bear with jd or excuse me his name is also justin d myers is i bear with him all the time especially when he doesn't hold out on me, no, <laughs> because even if he does show me something, it's a, it's a lot of individual work around here, even though he does like 90% of the work. But anyway, uh, <laughs> and eager to maintain the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. Okay. Unity of the spirit is basically something that you would consider to be like uh, you resonating well with the way that you present yourself or you being able to connect with the spirit in your individual way or even in a collective way at church. So in the bond of peace, that is the major thing. (laughs) That is the major thing is I see a lot of struggling people and they could be anyone and they could have a strong spiritual sense. Maybe a lot of them reject it, but if you don't approach things with peace or find a resolve in peace or reach that point at all, it's going to be a real hard time. So definitely reach out if that's, if that's you, we we've been there. We are still there. We're always going to be that way. Anyone's going to be that way. So try to stay peaceful folks. (laughs) Uh, We're not perfect at it either because we make 
awkward ref- references and get mad at each other all the time. But, you know, <laughs> try to be peaceful. I think that's the main reason why I pulled up this verse. Yeah. Yeah. And that was your verse, so I, I just let you go on it. But talking about liking to talk, here we were thinking, oh, it's our birthday episode. It'll be 30 minutes. Yeah, no, we're about as long as we normally go. So <sighs> they who have ears, let them hear. That's Jesus's, you know, calling line on a lot of different things. I mean, it's in the, uh, the, the uh, not epistles. Oh, gosh. The gospel. It's in the, the four main gospels several times. And then, of course, we heard it. The parable? The, first two, the gospels. The gospels. I'm pretty sure this is called the parables. No, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. The apostles? Is, no. The apostles? Is that what it's called? Yes. Okay. Whatever. And then again in Revelation, as we started off talking about you know, his calling card. So... We we try and do this so that maybe God can be glorified through us, and you can hear something that God wants to say. Okay, so. sorry, Mister Youth Pastor, if I if I if I'm tiring you out over here. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. I I just thought, oh, we'll do a thirty minute episode, and now we're at fifty minutes. So, uh, all right, to go for the takeaway for today. You got anything to add on? He who has ears, let him hear. They have ears, let let them hear. Okay, so uh, not going to joke about that one because that yeah. is a very uh, that is a very um, that is actually one of my favorite things that we've said so far. They have ears, let them hear, and that could be you know based off of pure perception through your soul and through uh-huh. your spirit. Right, God assists us with that. So that being said. We do have to be able to recollect and evaluate what it is we are receiving, no matter through what sensory, of the Bible, through his word, through others, and in the most positive way, in the most spiritually guided way, and through faith. That is, um, that's my plain and simple take on that. Hmm. And they can help. Jesus can help. Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. So our takeaway for today on this extremely long birthday episode is uh, go out and do what God tells you to do, even as it's something you've never done before, because maybe you'll help bring about a little more of God's kingdom. And I think that's, that's where our heart is in all this. We're, we're trying to bring about a little more of God's kingdom. We're, we're trying to do this for God. So, and as we told our story a little bit, we'd never run a podcast before. And here we are at one year, 25 episodes, we're still going strong. Yes, absolutely. And um, usually this is the part where Justin goes, anything else you'd like to add before you sign off, Chris? But I'm yes, anything over. else? <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> um, communicate with the Lord. Reach out to God. I don't... It, it's worth a try. If everything's worth a try, for those of you who haven't felt like you've ever done so, or for it may be in a better way to say it, um, that haven't consciously felt the desire to, or, you know, haven't acted on it. It's worth the try. It's worth the salvation, in mm-hmm. my opinion. And just because it's it's such a beneficiary thing. We go back to this at the end of every episode. It's such a beneficiary thing. It's the best thing you can do for yourself. It's the best thing you can do for those around you. Uh, 
to work your life through the Lord and to work your life by communicating with God and the Lord. Wonderful. I couldn't have said it better myself. So this is Justin D. Meyer signing off. Thank you for listening to the Revelation Demand On Demand podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe wherever you catch podcasts from. Please, if you like what we're doing, share this with a friend, family member, or someone from your church. This is a completely private venture, and we receive no funding from any sources. If you have any comments, questions, or concerns, please feel free to contact us at revelationondemand at gmail.com. God bless, and see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>